Hey, this is William Jackson. I want to welcome you to another episode. And it's good to be here. It's good to be seen. It's awesomely good to be alive. And I wanted to share with you today a spiritual guide for fathers to raising children. And occasionally I talk to all the fathers to give them encouragement, to give them inspiration, to give them excitement in being a father. It is a blessing to be a father in this world, even today with all the different nuances that's going on and the different challenges. Fatherhood, you just cannot beat. Men in a position of a father or father figure will need a guide, a very important guide, a how-to book to help them navigate through life's unexpected challenges when raising and or mentoring children. Fatherhood requires wisdom, patience, a sense of humor, and a strong spirituality focused and rooted in God's word. Many are willing to provide advice, but what kind of spiritual guidance is there for fathers? What kind of guidance understands the inherent responsibilities of fatherhood? And the, importantly, how a God-fearing and praying man should be encouraged and held up. There is one, one book, just one book, that has stood the test of time itself, written by the Father, who knows of all situations and circumstances, who looks past all our faults as men and shortcomings and provides wisdom and love. Fatherhood is a responsibility that should never be taken for granted, nor taken lightly. In Proverbs 4 and 1 states, Hey, did I say hey? Or here or there, it doesn't matter. But it states, hear ye children, the instruction of a father and attend to no understanding. Before a father can teach, he must also be the student and receive instruction himself. Proverbs 4 and 2 states, I give you good doctrine, forsake ye not my law. The law of the father holds much weight in the stability and functionality of a family. God's law is law and God's words are truth and wisdom. We as fathers desire our children to live long and be fruitful. It is our heavenly father's means for us to do just that. But that requires good teaching and good modeling for fathers to be able to teach their children, guide their children, impart wisdom and inspiration and learning. In Proverbs 4 and 10, it states, Hear, O my son, and receive my saying, and the years of thy life shall be many. What true father would not want their children to have a long and happy life? But there needs to be consistent commitment from the father to the son and the daughter. The lack of this commitment is seen today as our young sons and young daughters are dying needlessly. The lack of this commitment is seen today as our young sons and young daughters are dying, dropping out of school and involved in a judicial system that incarcerates them and is not going to educate them. Understanding thy place in the order and scheme of a family strengthens the family unit 
and binds the structure of individuals into a unit that is strong. Iron sharpens iron and thus strengthens neighborhoods and communities. When there is no father in the home, the mother has duality or dual jobs of both parental responsibilities. She must be the disciplinarian. She must be the advisor. She must be the protector. She must be the prayer leader. She must be the covering over the household. She must be the breadwinner and all the duties and responsibilities thereof. Thus, the father is denied the opportunity to take care of, to help, to manage, to guide, to provide, to sacrifice his family. In Proverbs 10 and 1, the Proverbs of Solomon, a wise son maketh a glad father, but a foolish son is the heaviness of his mother. Words to live by and understand based on scripture. Children should conduct their behavior respectfully and wisely. Their actions will be determined by the modeling of the father that is present in their lives. But if there's no father figure, many women are beset with the challenges of raising boys to men. This is not an impossible task, but how can a man raise a woman just as how can a woman raise a man? I know there is much debate about that. I know there is much information available that it is possible. I'm not saying it is impossible. I'm saying that there are certain things a woman cannot teach a young man, and there's certain things a young man cannot teach a woman. Teaching is an art. Teaching is a blessing. Teaching is a responsibility. Teaching is guidance, inspiring, encouraging. We all have the ability to teach, some stronger than others, but parenting requires more. Each and every day, thousands, if not millions of parents are raising their children. They are single parents, whether mothers or fathers, and they are doing a phenomenal job. No matter what the challenges, they always pull it through. If we view the big picture of school dropout rates and incarcerations in this country and even globally, how many of those young people do not have fathers nor father figures? In Matthew 7, 9 to 12, how we treat and teach our sons or those that we model and mentor is how they will develop. There are too many men leading our young men the wrong way. They are providing our children with alcohol and tobacco, leading to physical dependencies, illicit drugs, creating psychological disintegration, and sex, creating a generation infected with HPV, HIV, herpes, and other diseases. There are even unwanted pregnancies. This type of generational homicide, and in some cases genocide, is leading more of our young men and young women to an existence of poverty, dependency, and ultimately self-destruction. Quoting the Honorable Councilwoman here in Jacksonville, Florida, that was Councilwoman for several years, Ms. Johnson, a mother who raised her daughter and grandson. The church and the community must work together to address all our crises of death and destruction. There seems to be a desire to do nothing, 
our crisis of death and destruction is widening and growing. Look at how many young men and how many young women are killed in our cities, not just locally, not just nationally, but globally. This unto itself is a global pandemic. There seems this desire to do something, but no leadership or agenda to initiate these actions. Our churches are struggling with economic challenges, ministerial posturing, where ministers, instead of ministering to their churches, want to look the better than the next church, where ministers push their congregations to give money that is taken out of the home and depriving those homes of food and decent living conditions. And oftentimes, manipulation of God's word to fill an agenda based on money and not saving souls. The church has a responsibility in this as well, because the church should be managed by men. Being a member of the body of Christ, I see that men are managing churches, but women are contributing as well. Their strength may lie someplace differently than the men, but the men need to understand that women have a place in the church. The men need to understand that it's not being how smart you are. It's not being how much money you have. It's not being how better you can dress than the next person. But it means having the Holy Spirit in, in you, leading, guiding, and directing each and every step. It's based on men. Do you pray every day in the morning and in the evening? Do you ask God for wisdom or do you expect it automatically to come to you just because you say you're a man of God? I am not bashing men. I am not putting men down. But I'm saying that this world needs men to step up and be responsible, not just for their homes, but their communities, not just their families, but the families that are struggling, not just their children, but to continue to be a mentor to the children around them, because there are children watching you. They're watching your words, deeds and actions. Do not be faced. Don't throw shade on what you're doing in the community, in your home. Don't blame others for the challenges that are going on around you. Find solutions to fix the problem. Many have prayed for change, but what conditions besides prayer have they offered? In Matthew 6 and 5, it states, And when thou pray, thou shalt not be in lies the hypocrites. For they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets, that they may be seen by men. Men cannot save them, only Christ. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. What reward will we all receive in the years to come if we remain divided and hypocrites in the word of God? We fathers have a God. We have a word of truth and power. All we need is to follow it. In Luke 2 and 49, we all must be about our father's business, united in a common cause to save our children and not allow possible generations to be lost. We can no longer use the excuse that there are no good examples of men that are successful. Just look at our past president, President Obama, educated, driven, Christian, father, husband, and even he was from a single household. He provides no excuses for his quest to be, a, to, be, to be president of the United States. What excuse do many of us have for not being the best that we can be and pushing our sons and daughters to be the best that they can be? 
as fathers, we have this responsibility. As fathers, we have this challenge in our lives to be better than our parents, but also to embrace the love of God, to embrace the Holy Spirit, to empower us to do the works that God would have us do. Our responsibility in the Church of Christ is to save souls and keep souls saved. Not just save our souls, not just save our family souls, but everybody's souls that we come in contact by planting a seed about our faith, by planting a seed about the Word of God, by planting a seed about the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Fathers, we have a commitment, we are responsible, and we are accountable. And when we go before Christ before judgment, what do you want to hear from his mouth? That he is happy with the works that we've done or that he turned his back on us and say, I know you not. Fathers, let's get it together. There are many challenges in, in this world. Do you not recognize the signs? There's floods. There's fires. There's atmospheric changes. There's climate changes. There's social issues that are going on. What more do you need to understand that you need to get right with the Lord and get ready? Because when judgment comes, that is too late to say, I want to change. I want to be responsible and I want to be accountable. This is William Jackson, hopefully sharing a word that somebody needs to hear. Some man out there needs to hear this, that they can step up and be the man that God wants them to be. Yes, we all make mistakes. I've made mistakes. You've made mistakes. Nobody's perfect. There was only one perfect person, Christ. So let's kick the dust off our feet, reclaim our royalty in following God, following Christ, renew our spirit in reading scripture, renew our intentions of being the best Christian that we can through our words, deeds, and actions. So this is William Jackson again, putting a challenge out there for men. Are you doing what you're supposed to be doing as a man of God, as a Christian, as a disciple, as an evangelist, as a saved man? We're not talking about color. We're not talking about culture. We're not talking about background. We're not talking about education. We're not talking about finances. We are talking specifically about men following the Lord Jesus Christ in everything they do. Nobody said it would be easy, but just think about all the challenges you overcame as you were growing up whether it was sports, whether it was careers, whether it was academics, but you overcame them to get to that goal that you want. So now the goal is there to be saved and keep others saved and save others as well. So are you going to turn your back or are you going to listen to God and allow him to guide you in the right way? This is William Jackson. Thank you once again. Um, I try not to hold my brothers and sisters too long but to share a word that the Lord, as I believe, has provided me and that I can share with each and every one of you. I am passionate, I am purposeful, and I have power that the Holy Spirit has given me. God bless, take care, and see you soon.